Welcome to episode 10 of the Wellness Chronicles. I am your host, the Queen of Fitness, Holistic Health and Wellness Coach, Corey Nicole. And thank you so much for joining me. I really didn't think I'd get to 10 episodes, but hey, here I am. Total milestone for me, total out of the blue. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. And I'm so beyond blessed and grateful for everyone that is listening, tuning in. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. And so even with that, I want to start getting a little bit more creative on this platform with the content that I'm creating. So yeah, bear with me, bear with me on that. I'm going to start playing around with different things and still, yes, if you are interested in being featured, fill out the link in the description box or go ahead and go follow me on Instagram at Corey Nicole fit check out the link in my bio for more stuff to connect with me. And yeah, you know what? Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. I would love to hear from you. And as always, stay happy, healthy, wealthy. Let's go, ladies. We got this and enjoy the episode. (laughs) Kira, thank you so, so much for joining me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Occupation and a little fun fact. Okay, well, obviously, like I said, I'm from Portland, Oregon uh, occupation. I'm a facility coordinator assistant, facility coordinator assistant. Okay. So I, I assist my facility coordinator with all of the things that goes in running a building, all that stuff. Is that a lot of paperwork? (laughs) It's a lot of, it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of talking to people. It's like one of those, it's one of those jobs where if you are strictly paperwork or strictly for people, it's just not it. You got to be both a hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of connections, a lot of paperwork. Um, occupation of law, went to college in California and a fun fact about myself. Is that the last one? Yep. Um, fun fact about myself is I have a twin brother. Oh, that's crazy. I have a twin brother. Yeah. Fitness wise, my fun fact, which I used for my last job, uh, counseling teenage boys was I got into fitness to survive the zombie apocalypse, which is why my handle is apocalypse fitness. And I love that. And I think <laughs> I slightly relate to that because who knows what's going to happen. Like you honestly never know. I want a way to like, keep myself safe, defend myself, mm-hmm. save my cats. I saw you yeah. cats in the background too. going to save the, save the sons. Yes. Um, well, I mean, at that time there was like, at the time when I like got heavy into it. Like I was always into sports, like high school sports and things like that. But when I decided like, I want to make this a lifestyle, I was watching a bunch of like, you know, that was the beginning of like Marvel superheroes and like the walking dead and all of that stuff. And, uh, fear the walking dead. Uh, literally I was like, okay, so if I think this out with my brain, my mathematical lazy brain, the a zombie apocalypse or any apocalypse, like a lot of it's going to come down to luck in the beginning. If oh, you're on yeah. an airplane and like a fucking lightning bolt hits your airplane, you're dead. Like you yeah. didn't even get a chance. You didn't get a yeah. chance. And so like, if I, and I, if I happen to be one of the lucky ones, first you got to get through the first stage of luck. And if I happen to be like the lucky ones who gets like a chance to actually fight and battle for their life, like <laughs> I want to be able to do it. So I'm like, I got to get in shape. I got to get fit. Like, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, oh, I was given this opportunity to live throughout the apocalypse. And then I die because 
I don't know, someone outran me or a, yeah. a zombie got me. And there's like, a, it, I went all into it. There's an app that I got, like when I was thinking about it, there's an app I got and it's like zombie run or something like that. Okay. And it, it literally uh, imitates or mimics you being in the apocalypse. It's like, it gets you encouraged and motivated to like run a certain mile, like three miles, five miles. And you're just running. And the whole time you're listening, instead of music, well, yeah. you listen to music as well, but they have like this, person talking to you and it's like you are on a radio and he's like okay you gotta go get the medicine you gotta go save the kid you gotta go oh hold on there's a zombie coming you gotta run from the zombie there's this I it's just love it's, that. it's super interactive and it's a hit and miss I've heard people who have done it and they were like yeah I hated it but I loved it so I just kept it and I was like okay let's go I feel like for some people too that could help them get into cardio a little bit more because I know people are very like they like cardio or they don't if mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So and it's because anyway. cardio is boring. Like it can be boring. It, it can it be can fun be. or it can be oh, boring. Yeah. Like I know for me, I love distance running, but I hate doing it on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Treadmill. Yeah, exactly. And there are people who love doing it on a treadmill. Yeah. It's just cardio is so weird. And if you cannot, like, if you don't know what you're doing, like if you're not trained or anything like that, if you're, and you're just going into it blind, then it, it can be very boring and you could easily skip cardio or you yeah. could just do like maybe 10 minutes of it and then you're done when you know maybe part of your goal you may not even know this because if you're uh, not trained you may not know how much cardio you need for whatever goal you have exactly it's like you might need 45 minutes and you're only running for seven so it's I don't know like exactly I think it's a really good app for cardio I'm gonna look into it now though what is it called again uh it's called zombie run zombie run oh okay okay I'm gonna look at it yeah it's I hype I used to hype this up all the time my friends like it starts off and it's like this huge explosion and it I really thought there was a helicopter (laughs) over my head I really did the first time I used it I was like like I wish I had I wish I had a video camera watching me it was so scary and then they're like okay hurry run you see and I was like oh god like it, you dive right into it. it I feel so like good. that would make a good TikTok video in the gym. Like, say I use it, oh, like someone uses it running on the okay. treadmill, and you're not expecting that, and all of a sudden you're just like, <laughs> 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 <Flinging> around. <laughs> I guess if you, yeah. Okay, if you're on the if you're on the treadmill, yes, yes. I use it outside, but <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna make a funny TikTok with it. Thank you. Oh my god. Yes, I'll follow you on TikTok just for that yes. TikTok. Same uh, username as my Instagram. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was so nice when I made that. Like, no one, I didn't have to add like a silly number or like mm. anything. Straight cornical fit. <laughs> it's a, it's a sign. It's a sign that you're gonna grow, and it you is. needed that name. It really is. Thank you. Anyways, yes. we get into this next question. I know you maybe slightly touched on it, but like, when did you start your wellness journey? What is an exact pivotal moment? Um. Well. Besides thinking about zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, fitness has just been something that's been on my, it's been a part of my life, my whole life. So, I mean, like classic when you're a kid, your mom signs you up for soccer, all that stuff. And then um, in middle school, I did sports in high school, I did sports. But when I was a kid, I have a, I have a natural like hourglass figure. So like big butt, big boobs, small waist. If I, if I'm just like, don't do anything, that's what my body is. And so, uh, when I was in middle school, 
you know, I didn't have like TikTok. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have all these things. I was like that. I grew up with MySpace where the straight edge emo hair, white girl, yeah. like, yeah, that was what was in. And if you like big, big butts were just not the thing. Yeah. And so I just always was like, okay, so how can I lose my butt and my boobs without, of course, I'm a dumb middle schooler. I don't really know, yeah. but that's just a genetic thing. You can't lose. Um, but I just remember like, this is sound really corny, but like Scarlett Johansson was my girl. She like had her hourglass figure and I was like, oh my God. I was like, you could have like a butt, you could have boobs and you could be like sexy. Like you, yes. you don't have to just be like a, an elephant. And you know, and I can't, I, I'm not, I can't wear my confidence like that. There are girls, like I was telling my boyfriend this earlier, there are girls who are just so confident and they're, and they're bigger than me and they're beautiful. And I'm so jealous of them. Like, I'll be like, man, like, I wish I looked like that. And they don't look typical, but their confidence is so good that it just inspires you. But I was not that person. I could never, I just could not do it. You know, um, I'm just not confident in myself. I, I had low self-esteem when I was in middle school and high school and forever and today. And so, <laughs> no, I have good self-esteem. I'm kidding. Say, how has that evolved? Have you found, <laughs> have you found? No, I say middle school forever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, okay. But all that to say, uh, yeah. Anyway, just like always just kind of felt like just always being active. I was 14 and had a gym membership and I don't know how wow. common that is, but when I was in the gym, I didn't see any other high schoolers in there. It was just me and I didn't know what to do. So I was just on the treadmill. I really didn't yeah. do like, that was all I did. And, um, it was just something I did just to make sure that I kept the weight off. But then it wasn't until I was in college, uh, probably my sophomore, junior year when, I mean, I was a regular gym goer since I was 14, right? Like yeah. treadmill, try out some weights. Like by that time you kind of understand like, okay, machines and stuff. Yeah. But then I, um, I'm such a nerd. I got into like cosplay and <laughs> And cosplay is where the hourglass figure comes into play and when it's really nice. But uh, I was like, okay, I want to cosplay. And I cosplayed as Maggie from The Walking Dead. And yes, I'm, uh, yeah. There, yeah. Yep, I'm a nerd. Anyway, so I cosplay as Maggie from The Walking Dead. And I went to this convention and I saw all these like just amazing costumes and amazing people and I just wanted to be able to cosplay as whatever as whatever I wanted to cosplay as and be confident about it like I said like there are girls who are who are bigger and are confident and that's great but I knew for myself that if I did that like my self-esteem was so low there was no way I could just cosplay whatever I wanted I couldn't yeah. just wear the um Harley Quinn shorts you know what I mean um and other girls can and they're fabulous, but I couldn't. And so uh, I was like, okay, I gotta get in shape and I gotta keep, I gotta like make this hourglass figure fierce. Yes. And that's pretty much the beginning of the end. Like then the rest is history. I just, I went full into fitness. I went full into strength training into like all these different kinds of ways of how you build your muscles. I got my ACE certificate for personal training. I was a personal trainer for five, five years. I was from social for five, I know, five or six years. Yeah. And it was just amazing. Like I, I have never had a job where I felt like you had so much independence, 
but you also were so knowledgeable about one topic. Yeah. It felt good. It felt good. And I really liked personal training. Um, unfortunately, my mental health took a downhill, so I had to take a break from it. But I still, uh, and then, you know, COVID happened and okay. uh, I was life. wondering if it was around the COVID time or if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, so the summer bit. before. Yeah. No, you're fine. The summer before COVID. So before COVID was even a thought, I, I like had, I had insomnia, so I couldn't go to sleep. And that causes like mental issues yeah. where you're like, I was seeing things, I was hearing things. I was depersonalizing. Yeah. I thought I seriously thought I was dead. Like I was a ghost and yeah, like I'm telling you, I didn't sleep for like, I, I probably didn't have like a good sleep for like two or three months at this point. And I was oh hallucinating gosh. like crazy. I was depersonalized. I was, I was gone. And so I had to take a break. I couldn't continue training people in that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to take a break. And then, um, uh, I ended up trying to look for a job where I could be more, um, held accountable. Like personal training is great, but it's such an independent job that it's like, you could like, you got to market for yourself and you got to sell, sell for yourself and you got to do all the stuff. And I really liked creating personal workouts for my clients, but it was just something that at the time coming from a mental breakdown from insomnia and hallucinations, I needed like a structure, like someone tell me what to do and I'll just do it. Yeah. So I sense. ended up, yeah. So I ended up getting a, a graveyard position. Cause I was kind of, a, I was like, if I'm going to be, if I'm ever going to fall into insomnia again, I want to be able to work at night when I don't have to interact with a lot of people. And I'm just kind of like there making money. And so, um, I got hired at this, at a spot for graveyard position. And then like, two weeks later, COVID hit. So I couldn't, so like, and then two years later, COVID was still a thing. And so it just, <laughs> personal training was just not a viable option for me for the past yeah. two years. And I mean, honestly, I found a job that I really love. I really like helping the facility coordinator. I really like working out my own time and like falling back in love with fitness because I have let, I have let it go. Like this past few years, like I I did let it go for a long time. And so like just falling in love with fitness again and kind of working with other people in a different field. Yeah. I really like it. And I haven't really had any thoughts to go back to personal training. Not that it's bad. It was fantastic, but it's just one of those things that, you know, I know I love it. My, and, and also my personal trainer card, uh, ship their license expired. So I'd have to oh. pay like five hundred extra dollars. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, maybe hold off for a minute. If you do, if you're not ready to go back yet, there's or if ever, there's no point. Like, yeah, and there's so much that goes into it, and it's it's if like if you're passionate about it, like yes, like go right into it. And like I was passionate about it, but I feel like I had lost a little bit of my drive to motivate and help people, which is why I ended up with my Instagram. It was like. I didn't lose all of my drive. I still want to like show my progress and I want to encourage like my friends and my family. And that's really yeah. kind of like the best part is when I get messages from my friends or from my family that they're like, I went to work out today because I saw your story and I'm like, yeah. Or like my friend, Lindsay, she was like, I need your stories where you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I want to work out today. And then you end up going to work out. Like that helps me. And I just go work out anyway, too. Yeah. I like, love that. Yeah. Not only yeah I self accountable, but then helping your friends to motivate them. 
I love that. And that's even why I wanted to restart my social medias and then this platform as well too. So even let your friends mm-hmm. know if they want to be on here. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. I love, I love the whole idea of Instagram. Like it's like, okay, I don't really want to dive head first into personal training again in the independence, yeah. but I do want to still motivate and encourage. So Instagram it is. No. And that makes so much sense. Thank you so much for sharing that and just how you did what you needed to do after a moment where you needed to take a step back and take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. So amazing. And then how did you fall into the current job that you're in now? Just kind of curious. Yeah. Uh, uh, the job I was working at before. So I was a counselor for teens with uh, mental and behavioral disorders. So teenage boys who go through a lot in life have a lot of trauma, but they also mm-hmm. for because of that trauma, they ended up in the criminal system or the justice system, or whatever. So they're like delinquents, quote unquote. Yeah. But they're so young. And there's obviously a reason, like we're smart enough now in 2022, like there's all these trauma stuff. So I was a counselor for these kids to help them um, kind of uh, learn how to go into the community again. Like, okay, I understand that you, this happened to you, but you that's not, you can't do that. You can't do that to everyone else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, just kind of helping them to rewire and retrain their brains. And it was really good. It was really fun. Um, it was a little bit rough at times just because sometimes you had to make them like follow rules, like community rules that you were like, why does this matter? But you know, things like that. But, um, we, I ended up in the, uh, department with the worst boss and he's got the worst turnover rate of in all the departments. And uh, it just wasn't working out. Like, yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't work under him. I tried for a long time and not to say that he's bad, you know, he's doing his best too. He's doing what he thinks is right. But it's either like get on board with his, his way of doing things or you got to go somewhere else. And I, I wrestled with that for a long time because I really loved those kids. And I think about them every single day, even today, I think about them all the time. Yeah. And I can't contact them. I can't see what's going on because once you leave, you can't contact kids for two years. Right. And that's just kind of how it is. But I think about them all the time. And so it was a hard, it was a really hard decision, but again, I kind of had to be selfish and I had to choose me. Yeah. Um, these kids, they have like, I trust the counselors that are there. They're all really good counselors. They all really love the kids and they all have the best interests. So if I were to step out, it's not like I was leaving them to an evil company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they have, they are, they're taken care of and I fully believe it. So I took a step out and um, looked for a, a position that had more paperwork to it. Um, yeah. I love people. Like I was personal training, I was working with kids. Yeah. Like I love people. But I was like, I just want to stretch my like paperwork side. And part yeah. of that comes from the independence that I had as a personal trainer. Like there's so much, like there's so much paperwork you got to do. Like when you're by, when you're doing your own business, like you, you got to do that. So I was like, I want to, I want to stretch my paperwork skills. And I just went on deed. I looked for, you know, jobs that are like customer service but also a lot of paperwork and yeah. Yeah. This fell into yourself, that. It was really give good. Give yourself a little bit of a shift again too. And Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that job journey. <laughs> yeah. You know it's part of the wellness journey too. Your occupation and your 
everyday life is part of the journey as well too and it can affect it can affect everything else around you oh yeah I could go oh yeah you're yeah with, with that, but we'll kind of get into this next question here too I think you did kind of touch on it but what made you decide to start this journey besides you know when you went to the the the, the convention what kind the of convention the yes. convention the convention the co- cosplay am I saying that right sometimes I feel like I say it wrong cosplay cosplay there we go yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I don't know why sometimes I just get like nervous like am I saying this right you're you're doing great well, thank you um you're asking what started this journey of fitness yeah, yeah. okay besides the cosplay and stuff yeah um oh man honestly just like selfish reasons uh like I wanted to look good I wanted to feel good I was tired of being really really down on myself and depressed and low self-esteem and it was like again either change like if you're sad about it change something and it sounds so easy but it took me like a long time to finally have that click in my brain and it was like okay I gotta I want to look good and I want to feel good and I want to look good to myself. Like I want to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I want to post a picture and be like, damn, <laughs> yes. And I want to <laughs> feel good. Like I want to, I want to walk like I'm the shit. Like I yes. want to walk like you guys like all know that I look good. And I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't want to like, it yes. was honestly that, like, I just, I just needed to yeah. find a way. And, and fitness was just always something that was a part yeah. of my life. So I was just like, if I'm strong, like a superhero, if I'm strong, if I look good, I probably will feel good. Yeah. And no, honestly, you I had to feel good. Feel exactly. good. Exactly. And that's not selfish. Yeah, <laughs> that is not selfish at all. Well, one of my coaches actually told me that, and it stuck with me for a long time. He was like, if you do, if you are going to the gym for anything else, but selfish reasons, you're probably going to fail. So it goes into the intrinsic, extrinsic uh, motivation, right? Yeah. So if you're going to the gym for, because your partner wants you to go to the gym, or if you're going, if you're working out because your best friend wants a accountability partner or whatever, yeah. then you're, you're more likely going to go easy on yourself more often than not. You're more likely going to be like, uh, I'm going to have a rest day for 13 days in a row. But if you are doing it for yourself, if you're like, I want to look good, then you're going to look in the mirror and be like, does this look good? Yes, but I want it to look better. And then you're going to go to the gym. Like, yes. It makes me think of that TikTok where it's like, um, something, but like, wait, I can do it better. What if it's like, like a boom mm. and then a transition, <laughs> it's an even better movement or something silly. Now I'm just thinking of TikTok. <laughs> But no, I really resonate with what you are saying right there just because I've definitely seen like people in the gym come and go and you know the ones that are intrinsically motivated to do it because they want to do it. They keep Mm -hmm. themselves accountable to do it. You see them continuously going almost every single day because it's like style. Right, exactly. And there's a quote from Scrubs. Have you ever watched Scrubs? I've seen a little bit. Okay, Dr. Cox, he says in one of his rants, he says, the moment you look in the mirror and think, damn, I look, that looks good. That's when it goes all downhill. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here. You can say you look good. Yes, but make sure it doesn't go downhill. 
You can make right, it better. Exactly. 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 You can make it better. <laughs> it's yeah. It's maybe not the best mindset to have, but like it was like I mean, there's a reason it wasn't a TV show. That's all I'm. That's saying. true. I like that though. <laughs> yeah. Like right. yeah, for real. We'll transition now. So, how has your fitness and wellness routine evolved over time? Oh, drastically. Like I said, when I was 14, all I did was the treadmill. <laughs> I like listen to my like 10 songs and I'd be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, or bye. like, okay, bye. I didn't know why. <laughs> but then like over time you want to be stronger. You're like, yes. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be just running. So like slowly, it slowly evolved. Slowly. Okay. I was like, you know what? My arms are, they're not strong and they're flabby. So what can I do? So you, I want you wander around the gym you try some arm stuff. And then the next time you go, you try some arm stuff and you run. And then you're like, what else can I try? You try some leg stuff. You try some quad stuff. You try some glute stuff. You try shoulders. Like you just ran, like you just start loosely yeah. finding different body parts. And then you start realizing, oh, maybe I should work out all the body parts. Oh, wait, but is there a certain like schedule I have to go by? Or do I just do them all at once whenever I want? It like, it's a slow process, yeah. especially when you're doing it by yourself which is why I always recommend a personal trainer, always recommend people, a, a motivation person, anyone. It's a, You can do it by yourself, but it's so much easier with someone who already knows what they're doing. Yeah. Instead of having to go through the, looking through YouTube, looking through Instagram, looking at the gym, like when someone yeah. is literally trained to know that already. And if they don't know it, then they'll research it for you. So you can just relax. And then on your next visit, they'll let you know. Exactly. Um, and I think it goes back yeah. to just doing the proper form as well too, because form is mm, so, so mm -hmm. important. Those, those little fundamentals that you might not think about before yes. maybe wanting to start lifting heavy, you don't want to injure yourself. We don't want anybody to hurt themselves. We're exercising to increase mm -hmm. our life, our quality of life and our longevity. <laughs> not yeah, make I, it worse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you want to work out the right muscles. Yes. Not have the right schedule that you enjoy and oh hold on I lost you a little bit. Oh no. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, can you can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um Okay. Uh, we're, so I, but just basically, if you if you have the, the wrong form, you could be working out the wrong muscles or you could be rocking out, working out muscles. Not at all. Like that, that blew my mind. That's like, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I, that's like, something I haven't even really thought of, but you're right. Yeah. Like something as simple as like a plank or a push up, like basic workouts. If you are doing the wrong form, even slightly planks, people will be like, what do you mean you're supposed to work out your abs during planks? I'm just working out my arms. And it's like, no, you should not just be working out your arms. No. Or, right. Or like push-ups. Like you should be working out your chest when you're doing a push-up or depending, you know, what kind of push-up you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you should be working out your chest. You should feel it the next day or two in your chest yeah. if you do push-up. And some people are like, no, you're just working out your arms. I'm like, your form must be wrong. <laughs> No, you don't want to injure yourself, but like also you, you want the, your work to count. You don't want yes. it to just not count. You want it to count in all the right places. Right. And honestly, I 
that I didn't even realize that until college. And I was doing a, uh, what was I doing? A bench press. I was doing a bench press and I had one of my friends come up to me and he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, you know, if you do this, then you're working out your triceps. If you do this, you're working out your biceps. If you do this, then you can work out your chest. Uh, if he, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. All these different forms of the bench press and you don't even realize, or even like the curl, like depending on how you do your curl, how often, how fast, cardio wise, not what, whatever. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it shapes your body. Like girls are like, oh, I don't want to be muscular, which is bullshit by the way. Like fuck off and just work out and like build yeah. muscle. But yes. like if you are doing like your workouts in the wrong form or even in the wrong way, like a different way, then you could be shaping your body in a certain way. You don't want it to be shaped. Like you could be yeah. working towards a different goal. Because and that's kind targeting of- like different places where more cells are growing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, that's actually blowing my mind too, because lately I did put a post up where I was talking about, because there's still that misconception where like your for muscle hypertrophy, so muscle growth, your muscles tear and then heal themselves to get bigger. That's not necessarily true. Mm. You're um, getting more like nutrients to the cells that help with cell division. So then they create, mm-hmm. get bigger. You, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just so funny how now we're having a conversation about that right now. And then now I'm proving slightly my point in a little bit better of words, because of course, you know, when you're making like a, a 60 minute, even long TikTok, like sometimes people a are 60 not going to minute TikTok, 60 minutes, 60 seconds. Excuse me. Thank you for catching me. It's late here for me. It is been a I was like, day. what the hell kind of TikToks are you watching? Movie. I'm watching movies. That's what I'm watching. That's just called a movie and not a TikTok. But um, anyways, you get my drift where it's like, you can only put so much text in the flow of the video that sometimes maybe how you word it would be different from how someone else would word it. Now I'm going off on another rant where- No, that's good. Anyways, I just love how we're like, just having this this discussion right now (laughs) about, yeah, like even how you're doing like a simple bicep curl can really affect where your muscle is growing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's getting more that's down a- to the cellular level, level of it, of how it's actually mm-hmm. growing. And mm-hmm. the more and there's know- all, there's so many different, like, God, like, okay. Like I could go on rants now. Like there's so many different, like fitness. Um, I can't think of the word right now because I'm too excited. Uh, yeah. fitness. <laughs> I can't think of it, but anyway, yeah. like there are different ways that like different people, different fitness gurus do like different fitness things. Like one of them is think about what you're working out. Right. And then, and then it works a lot better than if you just mindlessly do it. And, and yeah. And there's just like, um, it's just one of those things where again, like YouTube, Instagram, uh, whatever, wherever people get their fitness things from, it's just another flaw in that. Like, I love those people. I love the YouTube and Instagram people. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like you could watch someone do something, um, a workout, and then you're copying them because they look good. So you copy that workout, but maybe that's not your goal. Like with your, and with your body type and like with whatever yeah. your diet is, like their workout works great for them. And it's a great marketing because they look good and all that stuff, but it may not work for you. And it, it might work for you, but that's kind of like where the benefit of having an in-person, like a personable per, uh, motivation, personal yeah. trainer thing comes into play where- <laughs> 
they know your body type, they know what you're eating, they know your personal goals, so they can really show you and work with you with the workouts and the form that you need to be using and the specific curls that you need to do for your goal. Like not yeah. everyone has to do the, the like easy bar curl. Oh, uh, yeah. Bar curl. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do the hammer curls. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, and those are two yeah. really basic ones, but like, it's, it's just really interesting. No. And I love it. Oh, now the more that I'm learning too from you. So thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> it. All right. I got another good question for you though. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in one year from now on your journey, your fitness journey, wellness journey, mm. same thing. What it's, it's almost May. Yes. I yes. see myself completing a Tough Mudder. I love that goal. That mm-hmm. is a good goal. I've, I've always wanted to do one and I never have. I want to do one too. That's funny. I mean, <laughs> My mom yes. has talked about doing one. <laughs> it's, it, it's like, it's like speaking Spanish. Like I want to speak Spanish before I die. I want to learn how to speak Spanish. I want to learn the language before I die. I want to do a Tough Mudder challenge before I die. I love it. Like, yeah. And I've even, I've signed up for a few of them and I just don't do it. I just let it go, whatever, for whatever reason. So this Here, time around- I'm gonna keep I, you accountable. And so the yes. next time I talk to you- Yes. And especially the next time we get you on this podcast, you better have done it. Yes. Well, okay, in a year. Okay, you asked me my year ago. Yep. <laughs> I'm trading for it though. I'm trading. It's the closest obstacle course you can get to, to the apocalypse, unless there's something else I don't know about. That's, That's why you want to do it. I see now. I, I see now. <laughs> I'm super mainstream. So if there's another like obstacle course, I just don't know. Please let me know. <laughs> there probably is. Do America Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no. <laughs> Okay, I'm not, yeah, I have fallen off. I cannot do that. I, I will. Obstacle in the water. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> yes, triathlon tomorrow. Let's go. <laughs> what is there another one? Like a steeplechase where you have to jump over the thing? <laughs> I'm, God damn. I'm I don't know if I could do that. You are ready. You are ready. I, I want to, I want to, I want that. You're my inspiration. I want to be that energetic, that ready for it oh, when the time you. comes. Yes. I'm going to hold you accountable, but my last, oh, please, please do my last good question for you. What's one piece of advice you wish you knew before you started your journey? Mm. <sighs> Literally everything. Uh, before I started my journey. Mm. I would say it's, I would tell young Kiara before she sets on that treadmill, this is going to be lifelong and you're going to, you're going to fail, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a lifestyle. Like it's corny, but you, you can't, once you start, it's kind of like, you've seen, you've seen the light, like, you know, how good yeah. it is to be healthy and to be fit. And when you let go of yourself, you can't, you can't stay there. You got, you, you ha- eventually like, so I would let her know, like, before you get on that treadmill girl, this is something that's going to be lifelong. Like you're going to see the light and you're not going to ever want to be back in the dark and you're going to be in the dark. It's just going to, it's going to happen, but you're always going to try to find, you're always going to go back to fitness. So just be prepared for it to be a lifelong thing. Fitness picks you back up. Every time. <laughs>
<laughs> well, Kira, thank you so, so much. It was such a pleasure. I Ooh. loved talking to you. I love talking to you. You have so much energy thank and you're you fun. Like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz, thank you so, so much for joining me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Occupation and a little fun fact. Okay, sounds good. So, hi. I'm Elizabeth Gonzalez. I'm from Guadalajara, Mexico, but I just live in California right now. I do like to do fitness and makeup artists as well. I'm a single mother of two, <laughs> which is hard, <laughs> but I'm, I'm uh, lovely and happy with my kids. And I like to connect with many friends as much as I can and support women as well in the, you know, in the, any situation that I can help, that's what I want to do. I love to do, I'm a, I'm a person who attending church and the community, I do help too, even to the kids program. I really enjoy it. And then, well, a fun fact, girl. <laughs> I, where I started, because I have a lot. Okay, um, let's see. You know, um, when I was barely started on doing my, my healthiness, it's just the first time when I get on the gym, <laughs> it was kind of embarrassing because I was looking around to look other people for see how use the, the machines. And it's yeah. kind of embarrassing because you, you barely, like, you're nervous to go in and maybe you're not going to make it. Yeah, you have to learn, and I just, I just remember my first time, and I mean, it was nervous. It was, and and the thing is, nobody is there to telling you anything. That's the sad part. And now, when I go with more confidence and all that stuff, and I see like maybe some new people, because you yeah. can recognize when they're new. Oh yeah, and I try to. You know, to tell them, hey, keep going, or you got it. I don't know. Just lift them up. Because when we start, I remember I feel bad because no one is around you to tell you how to do yeah. this. Or even coaches sometimes are, let's gonna say it. Sometimes people on these days are very selfish. So yeah. and that's a bad stuff. Because... I think on these times we have to support each other. Yes. In everywhere you go, not just only on the team, on, on your work, everywhere you go, I think you have to put that little good stuff from you to others to just to keep, keep them faithful. Yeah. Because sometimes people lose even to even forget how to smile, you know? And that, come on, smile, just free make another happy exactly we're, <laughs> we're all in this together but this is how i how i am so i i really i really en enjoy whatever i do during my day no, i love because you know on, on these times it's with the pandemic and all the stuff it's like it's a miracle to be here it is you don't even know what's gonna bring tomorrow no, exactly. I'm glad, I'm glad, girl. I know. I'm glad to be connecting with you too. And like you, 
your first time at the gym, I've been there. I think everyone that's listening has been there being a woman in that environment can be hard because (laughs) we view it and society views it as a male playground when no, we are more than able to go in there and kick some major ass and improve ourselves, (laughs) improve our lives, improve our mindsets. The gym is for everybody, not just the males. (laughs) I know, right? Yes. They say we are weak. I don't think so. <laughs> no, seriously. Some men, they think we're weak as a woman and we're not. I know. I don't want to say we're more, more, um, more stronger in some, some part of our life. We are. Yeah. But we're never going to be compared to the men because of course they have the ability to be more stronger than us. Yeah. But we are capable to do things as, as, similar as them Come exactly on. exactly and then of course our differences get down to more just the genetic differences but I think to be honest with you overall women we are the superior yes. <laughs> you heard it here it is a good time to be a woman yes girl <laughs> all right no, yes. I'll get you I'm on our good. next question here when did you start your wellness journey uh, to be honest, I start on, I will say 2016, uh, little by little. And my most stronger years was uh, 2017 to the, at the end of the 19, 2019. And I, for some reasons, I stopped a little bit. Personal reasons that you some, in some point you're going to have to stop to think and, you know, just to have your own time. Yeah. And then I come back right now, which I feel so great to come back. Yes, I really need it. Yeah. And I can tell when I start, I see a big difference. I get so lazy. I mean, to wake up in the morning, to wake up my kids for the school, it was such a painful for me and hard. Because I said, oh, come on, get up. <laughs> I don't no, even want to get up. <laughs> I feel like I'm not making it. But after I start getting in the track on my path, on my fitness, it just, I feel like more energizer. And then I feel more, I don't know, like more energetic person during the day. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel good. You know, I, love I, it. I can do many, many things during the day. <laughs> I love and, it for you. Yeah, and not, not Red Bull, not nothing like that. <laughs> Just like energy. Yes. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing against energy drinks personally either, but they're really yeah. not that good for you. <sighs> no. Some of those ingredients, it's just no. Sorry to people listening that do like Red Bulls. Don't get me wrong. I like a Red Bull here once in a while if I need. Yes. But don't drink them all the time. You just said once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> in, in moderation. That's exactly it. And that's even how you should eat sweets or honestly anything in life in moderation. Right. That's right. <laughs> Which I know it's easier said than done. <laughs> but all right. What made you decide to start your, your wellness journey? Maybe start with that first, um, your first year starting, and then you can go into, I guess, like your round two session, current so session. First time. Okay. Um, the first time 
I was really unsure because I'm not a fitness person on that. <laughs> it's just, to be honest, uh, my sister-in-law, she she was dating with uh, some some trainer. Okay. So the trainer, his, her boyfriend, um, he showed us some how to work out because I told one time, oh, I want to lose weight. And he started telling me some workouts. And, you know, it's at the first, it's kind of fun. You want to try, but while you go, you see it's kind of far, you know? Yeah. And I remember the, the first week. Oh, my God. I'm almost died. <laughs> That'll happen. Girl, the Thursday, I was, like, crying because my legs so sore. Oh, my God. Horrible. <laughs> but That'll happen. I, I make a um, I make a, my own goals on my mind. I say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna train consistency um, with a three months, and I'm gonna start seeing results. Let's see. And I put all my effort and all my work and all my heart, <laughs> and I start getting into the shape that I wanted. And then finally. While I training on that time, I just get confidence and I start doing it without help. And I start tasting how I really like it. And that's good because you don't need to nobody behind you pushing you back again, back again. Yeah. But like I said, it's one, some ups and downs in your life. They're going to stop you. Depend on you. On exactly. your mind. And unfortunately, I have to stop because some personal reasons and sadness, emotional uh, depression. So I stopped. And this time, the second time that I come back, well, it's just remind, I remind myself how good I feel doing it and how good are you getting into that? Um, maybe your dreaming body. I don't know. I yeah. really want to see my body transform and I'm not going to stop until I see it. And not because I want to, you know, some women has different mind than, my, than myself. Yeah. Some other women want to be like more, you know, bodybuilder. Yeah. I'm not like that kind. I just <laughs> want to define my little curves. <laughs> yes. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful that you have your goals and you're keeping those in mind with your workout routine. That's so important. And yeah, whether your goal is to be a bodybuilder or even just, yes, have that nice womanly figure. We are all here for it here. Just stay focused on your goals and you'll get there. And you also don't forget the maintenance stage, which yes, can be the hardest stage, yep. but you can do it. Yeah, Whoever's listening, you can do it too. I'm still in maintenance phase. <laughs> we'll always be in maintenance phase forever. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a, it, I have a friend, they say, um, it's little progress is still a uh, progress. So exactly. it's better to do it than don't do it. Exactly. And it is girl, it's one step more. Even if you do like, let's see, like 30 minutes today, you don't make the, maybe the two hours, I, I really like to go two hours to the gym. Yeah. But sometimes it's so hard. You get so tired from work mentally mm -hmm. or whatever excuse. But if you do 30 minutes, that's, that's something, girl. It just exactly. don't stop. 
and it's a lifestyle the maintenance phase is a lifestyle yep <laughs> all right i'll get into this next good question for you okay how has your fitness and your wellness routine evolved over time Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. How has it like changed? How, what have you learned? Um, oh, over the okay. years. Yeah. So, um, like you see my, I'm on Instagram. So I like to follow different women's and, um, my daughter, she's laughing about me because she said, mom, you like to follow the women's that really, really very <laughs> extreme. <laughs> extreme you know what? not because i want to get in that body it's because i want to see how they are training and the motivation that they say yeah it's something that it feels mine i feel them and i i just follow them because maybe i'm extreme maybe i'm more up than to looking something similar that i am but it's okay i start following them and by my own I'm, I'm doing my searches on youtube yeah some different kind of exercise because the thing is on this not all the bodies are the same and not all the bodies it may work in the same fitness work you know yeah like everyone is different every workout is different and different body so that's why i i try to to see which one it fit me and yeah. I try and I try and plus if I like it because to be honest you're not gonna do any workout that you don't like it exactly people, people they do sometimes and that's <laughs> not fun <laughs> yeah no and then that's not fun you get unmotivated like yeah you're not gonna want to do the workout if you don't like it but I love how like you are going out of your way to do research and to try different things because sometimes that's the first step is to just go and try something, get over that fear, get over that, get over yourself holding, holding you back. So that's beautiful. And I'm sure. Yeah. Try, yeah. Try, try something new. I remember um, when I was young, I never wear a swimming suit, not even two pieces, girl, not even, I'm honestly. And I always wear a short and a long shirt, mm -hmm. but two years ago, after my two kids, I post for the first time a body of two pieces. Yes. yes, yes. We love that. My daughter said, Mom, you deserve it. Just let me take a picture. You do. And I was like, I was so shy. I said, No, please. She said, Let me do it. Please. You look so beautiful. I was like, Oh, because you're my daughter. That's what you're saying. But you know, confidence in your life, in yourself is number one. Because it doesn't matter yes. how you look. It's, the matter is what you have inside, to be honest. Yes, preach. What people 100%. think. 100%. Forget it. People, they're always going to think the bad stuff about you. You live only once, girl. And you do. What do you have to lose? <laughs> Tell me this right now. And even anyone, anyone listening, what do you have to lose? What do I have to lose? nothing nothing girl. absolutely nothing, nothing. just nothing. i'm quoting nike this is not for a nike commercial though but just do it <laughs> what do you yes, have to yes, lose do 
Yeah, just enjoy the moment, have fun. Yes. Uh, do what you want to do it and don't let nobody stop you. Exactly. And then even That's kind of going on a little bit of a social media rant because it's like, just post your content, post something because you never know the opportunity that you can create for yourself. You know, I see many girls on, on this website when I used to do my own life support the makeup. Mm-hmm. they say how you do how how you've been doing this because you're not shy at all and I say that's what you think but if you meet me in person maybe I'm gonna give you a different version but I'm gonna yeah. tell you if you like something just do it because I hear from many of them they say I wish to do this I wish to do that like you and I say and why what do you what what kind of stop you or what yes. do you start? the people and- that are all talk and don't walk the walk. Ladies, let's walk the walk here. Let's walk the walk. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, when I first started my makeup, uh, there's some haters, seriously. So bad, people. People you know that, that means? don't have nothing to do. They start telling hate, bullying on my page, like, oh, like really bad stuff. And I was like, I was doing my makeup so gladly. Yeah, for <laughs> one laughing. I'm sorry you're getting hate, but don't worry because you know what? Two, that means you're doing something right. <laughs> yes, girl. I and got you know so much hate on a TikTok once. I did write in a comment like saying this is a like very basic, like whatever, you know. Still got some hate for it, but I still <laughs> kept the video up because you know what? You can't bring us down. <laughs> So Liz, where do you see yourself in one year from now in your wellness journey? What oh my goodness. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I'm going to tell you my, my goal in a month, in this month. Okay. I'm working on this month, the whole May and all these days um, to loosen maybe hopefully, hopefully 10 pounds or more because I'm going to a trip on June. Okay. And I, you know, we went to see, we went to looking good, girl. You look good, you feel good. You feel good, you look good. I feel like I might've said that a lot on this podcast lately, but it's okay. But in a year, in a year, of course, I I want to see me more um, strong in some areas and my body train as well. Um, And more than that is, after I get up with all my my goals, I want to start getting and some some people for help them in their goals and you know and hopefully hopefully I can I can do that and of course to help and start working I don't know with some new friends as you like you you help me yes. I help you. yes Liz <laughs> but I yeah, love this. You are more than capable of doing this. We're going to hold you accountable with this podcast as well. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, then thank just... you for, for, for having me today. Yeah, you're welcome. I got one more good question for you though. You ready? Yes. What is one piece of advice you wish you had before starting this journey? <sighs> um... To be honest, like, don't focus on what, how you look when you started. Like, don't 
don't put all your effort, your thinking on how you look, what people they're gonna think about you, how you're gonna look doing it, this exercise, whatever. Nobody is perfect. Everyone at the first, everyone we have mistakes. We have things to to you know to make it better but it's by the time it's little by little and every single day you have something to learn like don't force yourself to to get like this quick in yes. that goal that you set on your mind because it's not that from why from one day to another day just it's gonna take a little time it's a process but yes. i will say personally i will say enjoy the process enjoy the pain yes enjoy to acknowledge uh, from anything and to learn from everybody you know that's that's what i said yeah girl <laughs> beautifully I said liz i couldn't have said it any better yeah just be grateful enjoy the process enjoy living to be honest enjoy living we are always looking for that instant gratification we want that instant now like we want it right. now when we don't focus on the the journey, the, the the process that it takes to get there. And I feel like we're just letting time slip through our fingers. Yeah, that's why I think that's that's the that's the the first reason of some women that they say, I want to keep I want to make that body, but oh I, it's just a waste of time to doing this exercise and many, many times. And that's why they go to surgery, some of them. Yes because they don't want to lose time they don't but guess what after the surgery you know what's coming next oh yeah you get the instant thing that you want you can easily revert right back yeah. and you're gonna regret one day for doing exactly that. i'm sorry to say girls but just take off uh, care of your body your body is your temple yes Seriously. i resonate the with that 100 the yeah, inside yeah. is gonna reflect why you are outside to be honest and it's gonna it's better it's better always and keep faithful grateful because you have the ability to do what it, what you like to do other people they don't have the ability but they keep fighting yes. and that's some of some of the things that we have to admire from others they don't have the ability to walk to run to you know how many people out there they cannot do it, but the thing to learn for us is they think they're making it, they're making it happen. And why is for us? We can do that, of course. We, exactly. can, do that. we can do that. Liz, Just moving. Beautiful, beautifully said. And with that, thank you so, so much for joining me on this episode. It was, oh, no, it was a pleasure to me and thank you for 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 your time and for having me here jessica welcome thank you tell us a little bit about yourself where are you from your occupation and a current fun fact okay <laughs> so um i'm from queens new york um so i'm a new yorker perpetual new yorker and um my occupation right now i'm a print operator but I've I do security too I bounce but I've been doing security for about 12 years so I do like corporate and um private security and you know um 
Uh, fun fact, I'm a spoken word artist. I'm an artist in a general sense. And, you know, I'm just on a journey to get back to where I was before I had my son because I was very, very fit. And then I kind of like blew up with my son and I was just trying to get back, <laughs> get yeah, back to that. It happens. You know, our bodies, we're producing another human being <laughs> and it happens. It's okay. It's just awesome that, you know, you're ready to get back, back to the grind, back to your health goals. And that's awesome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit more about, you said you do security. Like, I'm just kind of curious. What is that? What, what, what kind of security do you do? Oh, okay. So recently, like very recently, I just stopped doing it, but I worked at, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar at um, the Hudson Yards campus in the city, you know, the honeycomb structure, um, okay. it's called the vessel. That whole thing is the Hudson Yards campus, all the buildings that surround it. And I did the, the corporate security. I was a lobby ambassador slash access control for oh. that building. So I just, Basically, I worked like, <laughs> basically, I worked for the people that own the buildings. So it was just, you know, yeah, kind of suited up, kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> making sure people that aren't supposed to be there don't get there. Or right. Get okay. Well, okay, so easy security. I don't know. <laughs> like security, like you work in security, like it could be like online security or like at an actual place security. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, no, we did like the CC. I'm, I'm talking about the whole, like when you think like, like high tech security, like that, I'm talking about cameras. I'm talking about um, the, the, the access things to let you in on the turnstiles. I'm talking about biometrics. I'm talking about all of that stuff. Like I was doing all of that stuff. <laughs> Don't mess with you. <laughs> I'm a sweetheart. I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> All right. Well, we will get into our first question here. So when did you start your wellness journey? Well, I've been, I want to say when I really originally started my um, fitness journey, I was like 11 years old. I was like severely overweight and I moved to Pennsylvania with my mom and I realized that I didn't want to be the size that I was anymore and then I started um running I started running and then I started getting more involved with like um weight training and um things like that and then I just got like kind of addicted <laughs> and then <laughs> Then I started doing, <laughs> then I started doing like the part I did, I tore my knees up, but I started doing like, like parkour. I started biking everywhere. I started doing everything, like any and everything I was doing it. <laughs> and then, um, I was, I was swimming when I was working all the time. I started swimming cause my mom is a swimmer. Um, and then I kind of like gained weight with my son is when it really started happening. Like I did everything from yoga to swimming to, <laughs> to everything. Like I, I, I tried my hand and everything. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, it happens. You're growing another human being inside of you. You need the extra food, the fuel. Sometimes, yeah, you're doing everything you can, but. Yeah. <laughs> after though which is good so then what I guess you did kind of go into what made you decide to start but do you have anything else to kind of add to why you decided to start 
Well, why why I started what when I decided that I needed to um kind of like revamp my life after my son is because I was getting really depressed. And, you know, with the size came depression. Um, it came like a lackluster kind of approach to life. And I just didn't like where I was. And I, I got to say, I got to attribute a lot to my sister because she wasn't comfortable where I was. And my sister's a cosmetologist, so she like majors in beauty. And yeah. <laughs> she was just like, you know, you know, when you look good, you feel good. And it yes. started with like a makeover. And then it's then it started going back into like how I felt about my body and my size. And then it just kind of like it was an overhaul in the right direction. And I guess I got to give the credit to my sister, which she's going to take anyway. <laughs> <Our sister>. Right. <laughs> no, and that's awesome too. just taking those steps and even yeah, realizing what you're unhappy with. And how you can control that, how you can change that. You are in control of your life and the things that you want. It's all about Definitely. putting steps in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so how has it evolved over time, your fitness and wellness journey? Well, it started with, you know, small things because I had um I'm not I'm not sure if you're familiar, but you probably are familiar. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I know it starts with a D where the muscles don't come back all the way together after pregnancy, where the abdomen muscles don't come all the way back together. Yeah, you had some, okay, some tearing there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like for, like, I was so heavily focused on my abs when I was, before I had my son. So after when I couldn't even sit up, like it was so painful to even try to sit up that I was so discouraged, like being somebody that was like able to do like really crazy exercises to be in like, I can't even support my own body weight. And you know, your yeah. abs and your core is the center of your whole body. So it's yeah. just like, I couldn't even sit up. So That's it was just, crazy. yeah, it was, it was getting, I think that right there, like kind of discouraged me the most but I just I feel like every day I started off small and I started off doing just like trying to like just be able to hold the muscles in because I couldn't even hold the muscles in like you know when you tighten your core yeah like I couldn't even do that so it started off with just like just breathing exercises and trying to tighten that to like getting back into like ab workouts, like standing ab workouts. So that's less stress. And then I started doing like back and lower abdomen workouts. And then it started progressing gradually to when I could get back into the weights. And then I could get back into like serious cardio and serious weight training. And it just slowly mount. It wasn't a jump. (laughs) It was a. That's (laughs) you didn't do the jump because that's not good for your body either. If you're going to do too much, like you'll end up doing too much at once and just hurting yourself even more. That's just such a good point to make in general about, because that's something I forget too. When women get pregnant, we sometimes do really lose that core strength and just hearing your story about trying to build that back up. Like, how is it now? How has those little steps you've taken over time, that progression, where are you now with it? So I do have... I do have some like, like kind of loose skin. Okay. But what I will say is my, my proudest part of like where I'm the most proud is my stomach because it's like 
that was the part where it was just like, I can't believe that me of all people can't even sit up, like, you yeah. know, like, and now I'm, I, I feel like, you know, like now I can probably, I do so, so much core workouts that it's ridiculous. Like you yeah. would think that that moment in time never happened. So I want to say that I'm probably real, I'm real serious about the core. Like yeah. <laughs> my core workouts is kind of serious. <laughs> well, and your core too is the center of like everything, like your stability and really needing a strong core is important with any movement that you do. So like squatting, really squats a lot, but um, any workout that you do, you need to have a strong core. If you don't have a strong core, even for running, if you don't have a strong core, you're not going to really progress in the running that you want. Yep. <laughs> How's your core strength now, though? Is it? Oh. You getting, I mean, you're clearly sitting up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to say that my, when I, how could I explain my core strength? So I do, if this is a, like a testament to my core strength now. So I did the, the 500 the 500 ab challenge and I progressed to like 1500 ab challenge to like, wow. yeah. Like, so it was to a point where I was doing up to 2000 ab workouts a day. So if that's any testament to where my ab strength is now. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy to me. Like that's something I've just haven't thought of. So thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you for sharing that. You're like, welcome. <laughs> I think it is something that people forget that, you know, that is a thing because I know like before I had my son, I did used to be like, you know, like people and, you know, like I got to look, I got to reflect on how I was before I had my child because I used to be like, what's taking so like you people complain about being able to lose the baby weight. And it's just like you kind of like I used to be like you kind of like dragging it a little bit like you should be able to lose that weight. And then now being what I went through is like. I could not explain enough how much somebody who has not been through it does not understand. <laughs> you don't yeah. understand. Yeah, once you go through it, then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> eating my words now. You're eating your words, Jessica. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I got another good one here for you. So where do you see yourself in one year on your fitness journey? What are your goals? So I just, you know, like I, I, like I said, I have been, it's a been, it's been a slow progression and because of the slow progression, I, I would like, I do believe that I have less of the loose skin because it was a slow progression. Yeah. Like it's, it's been incorporation of my nutrition and my workout and exercise and stuff like that it wasn't just one thing like I lost a drastic amount of weight doing one thing real fast and then I got like all this hanging skin and stuff like no it was a slow steady like have to be consistent kind of journey and in a year from now I just see more scope more sculpting, more toning, more defined muscle, because I have the underlying muscle under the fat because muscle has memory, but yep. it's the, the, the weight that's on top of it. But I came from, if I can say this, I came from about 240 pounds from, from my son. And now I'm like 172. That's awesome. So that is to be <laughs> proud of. You've come this far. And then, yeah, just retweaking the goals. 
instead of focusing on the weight, how about, yeah, focusing on strength and getting stronger, becoming a strong woman. Cause two on my platform here, I don't want us to really focus on being skinny. Mm-hmm. Skinny looks different for everybody. And I just think too, that word still comes with such a negative connotation that let's focus on being strong. Let's have a strong girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good one, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Cause that's you know, my I think that's my sister my sister. Again, I have to, you know, shout my sister out. She does say that to me all the time. Like, you know, you might not see yourself as skinny, but you're very strong. So you gotta stop focusing on how much you weigh. Cause you know, of course, yeah. in my mind, I'm still like 170 is still heavy, you know, like that's still heavy. But we're but, really started though. Yeah. And being this, you have a lot to be proud of. That is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank what, you. What have you what else have you done even too in that time? Have you worked like with a coach or what other kind of things did you do to help assist with that? Or have you always um kind of known what to do, known routines, like well, I, I didn't I I know a lot of personal trainers. I know I have a lot of my close friends are personal trainers, but I wouldn't say that I had a coach or a trainer or anything like that. I've always been able to map out my own, like when my body kind of plateaus, I know it's plateauing, like, and I have to switch yeah. up the regimen. And that's because my familiarity with working out prior, you know, like it's, it's not, if, if I had never worked out in my life, I would probably need more guidance. Yeah. But I, I kind of know my body. And when my body starts to get too used to something and it starts to plateau, I switch up the whole regimen. And that's why I have like the going from the yoga to the swimming to the biking to the weight training. And, you know, right now what I'm focused on is I do a lot of um, uh, dance workouts with okay. the strength training. So I kind of like toss it back and forth. <laughs> like and yeah, see how that to... dance workouts do you do? Do you do like the Zumba or what else is there? I just think of Zumba. You know what's crazy? So I'm gonna give another little shout out to another female um fitness trainer, a Grow with Joe. I do a lot of her dance workouts on YouTube. Okay. And I find those to be fun because she does cater it to like even my kids kind of join in and they they like to do her workouts to her dance workouts and Although her dance workouts are fun, they are, they work up a sweat on me. So it's like, I, I do sweat. I do sweat. <laughs> like well, kind of. Everyone should hopefully sweat a little bit <laughs> of medical condition, which that, there is a medical condition like that. We can't sweat, but sweating is good people. Right. Like I get real, real sweaty at this point, but like her, as what I've realized is, you know, prior to doing, starting her, what I did was I put a challenge out there and I said I was going to start doing more women's exercises that were different from my own. Yeah. And my own workouts had more strength training, more weight training. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to start doing Grow With Joe. And I did 30 days of Grow With Joe dance workout. And it was it, it was a it was a 180 from what yeah. I was doing. And so it, it gave me good results so then I was just like okay so now I'm gonna do somebody else's and I just keep you know like kind of just like picking yeah. who's I'm gonna try this month or you know something like that and you know and then I I did change my eating habits because I did um find out that I have a sensitivity to gluten 
And, you know, I don't really, and I, I became vegan. I did an overall detox and I did like 28 day detox and then coming off of the detox, I just made like a, a real, I mapped out like my diet and my nutrition and I made the decision to be vegan and it's been like the best decision that I've made for my body. I'm not saying everybody's body because I was keto. I did the keto diet prior to this and you know, that's heavy on the proteins and stuff like yeah, that. How, yeah. Curious, just side noting too, like how, how was keto for you? How did you feel on keto? Cause I've just, I've heard so many different things about it. And then I know kind of the molecular background of it where your body really can't sustain on keto forever to be honest because your brain needs glucose that's what that's what I was it is one of those things like you know like not to say I disprove it but it's one of those kind of like fad diets where it's not sustainable it's something that'll give you an immediate result and then it kind of like you kind of got to stop you got to go back into like a, a new like you got to get with a nutritionist and find out like what's best for you yeah because that's just a, you know, this generation, um, I'm a little old, but <laughs> this generation is kind of an immediate gratification kind oh, of generation. It's my generation. I'm a little, a little <laughs> younger. Not super young. I'm not super young. Just give you a little context. But no, I completely understand where you're coming from. And then with those quick weight losses, and I know I've said this a couple of times on some interviews, with the quick, with the quick, late, blah, 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 quick weight loss, and even that instant, like related back to the instant gratification, you can instantly get that weight back and then you're like just like with your instant gratification that gratification's gone and then you're back right. to square one where you started because it's not sustainable at all no. your, so, your like, body needs some form of carbs to move you can't completely cut that out of your diet maybe being more mindful of what you're putting in and what kind of carbs you're putting in okay but don't don't cut them out people please don't right them. That's not healthy. <laughs> That's not. Anyways, back to what you were saying too. So now you're vegan. Yeah. That's and awesome. I, I did do, I did do the detox. Like I said, I, I went, I did, the, I did try the keto diet and I did, um, I was using the factor. Like I worked all the time. So I was using the, the factor system, you know, the, the meal plans by factor. I actually have not heard of those, but. They do offer like they do offer really good meals, but I was I was making it. I um, molded my plan around a keto based diet. And so I had those meals delivered because it was it was better for me in my meal prepping because I couldn't yeah. really sit in the kitchen and cook up something and every day or whatever the case yeah. may be. Also, and like meal um, subscriptions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it did get to a point where it was just like, you know. I realized like I did with, when I work out that my body was plateauing on that. And so I was just like, you know, this is all right. Let me just re rehaul. I'm going to re I'm going to detox my body completely. I did a 28 day detox. I used um, Dr. Bobby's detox and it's an alkaline based detox. And okay. after the detox, like my body just felt like, like certain things I would go to eat and it would make me sick. Like if I tried to eat some, like a whole bunch of junk food, like, you know, oh, you yeah. just be like, Oh, I just came off this. I need a cheat day. And you go get you some chips or something. No. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. I relate to that now too, after this kind of cleanse I did and uh, <laughs> still figuring out my, uh, my, I like to call it more of a lifestyle. I'm still figuring out my eating lifestyle. And so I feel you. Oh gosh. 
<laughs> when you just know now, you know. You're like, oh, right. that was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> that, I shouldn't do that. I probably shouldn't do it. And it's, you know, you, once you pay, and I, you know, like, I hate to, like, um, because I don't know everybody's like beliefs or anything like that. But I do feel like, you know, once you become more intuitive or mindful of your own body, because that's the thing, I feel like people neglect to listen to their bodies often. And like, once you become more mindful of what your body is asking you for, you'll know what to give it. So there are times that even on my vegan diet, like, I'll be like, really, like, I'll get this craving for a burger. And I'll be like, oh, okay. So my body is saying I need some protein now actually. Yeah. So I got. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to even look at it, too. And I definitely resonate with that 100%. Becoming more just intuitive of myself and even with my surroundings, I would say, too. Like, what does my body actually need? What do I really need? Yeah, I completely resonate with that. And I'm sure others on here resonate that with that as well. But that yeah. that's definitely one of those things that I did um, come to. I did have to like with this whole like figuring out like what's the best way for me to eat. Like you said, your lifestyle. And yeah. when coming to that, I realized that sometimes when your body, when you think your body wants something. It's like, you know, like when I'm really dehydrated, like I feel like I don't sometimes I don't pay attention to how dehydrated I might be. Cause yeah. I'm thinking like I drank, I drank water today, but I might not have put enough water into my body oh, yeah. or maybe I, maybe I don't need H2O. Maybe I need H3O, which you can only get from, from fruit. So I got to eat yeah. some fruit and then, you know, that's sustainable, you know, like it's sometimes it's like, it's really paying attention to what your body, cause there's been times that I felt like, like, like really kind of disorientated and I had to eat like some watermelon or something. And then I was like, oh, okay, I drank three bottles of water and I still felt thirsty, but then I ate some watermelon and I was absolutely fine. Like you, yeah. you, you really got to pay attention to your body. I don't want some watermelon now. <laughs> like watermelon season. What about you? I definitely already have some drinks being made for me. Some, some juice drinks with some mint yeah. and some lime. That sounds but, so good. Uh, <sighs> I haven't seen I juice more than out. anything. Watermelon's <laughs> out at the store yet, so <laughs> I might need to hop on that bag bandwagon once I do. Yes. <laughs> All right. I got my last favorite question for you. What is one piece of advice you wish you had before starting your wellness journey? To be patient with myself. Because like I said, you will get caught up in this immediate gratification where you want to see, you start working out on Monday, you want to see results by Friday. And you know, like, it's not, it's not a healthy space to live in. Like, and especially that paying attention to the scale thing, you can't, that will drive you crazy. Cause that used to send me in a downward spiral. Like I'll be working out consistently for two months. And then I get on a scale and I see that I didn't even lose one pound, but my body has changed in its whole form, but I'm not paying attention to that. I'm paying attention to the numbers on the scale. So if I, if there was one thing that I would I would take away from this whole thing I wish I would have known from the beginning is basically, you know, just be mindful of yourself and be patient with yourself because when you put your, you, if you think that your mindset doesn't have a great deal to do with this whole journey of fitness and health, then you're very mistaken because your mindset can change everything. Like when I was depressed, I couldn't lose weight. Like it doesn't matter what I was doing. I just couldn't lose weight. I was so depressed that it was just like, I was holding on to the weight. Your mindset matters. So I would say, I wish that 
I just had more patience with myself and more understanding of my body and what it is going through because that would have been the difference of that would have been the difference for everything. So well said your mind and your mindset are the true dictators really of anything <laughs> you put out too. Well, Jessica, that's all that I got for you. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly appreciate you beyond words. And again, don't forget to hit that bell button, hit that follow. So you're notified whenever I post a new episode, whenever I start posting some more content, because like I said, I want to start getting creative with some more information that I'm giving on this platform. So stay tuned. Let's connect at Corey Nicole Fit. Yeah. And as always, have a wonderful week.